Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where pointing to your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day. And welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. And I'm Joel. And joining us for the first time on this show is Ted. G'day, Ted. G'day, Killer Wilbur. <laughs> G'day, mate. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, it comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> All right. All right, Joel. How about you tell us about Ted? Uh, well, Ted is a person I've known now for, we were just talking about this before the show. Um, actually his wife and I were friends in high school and then, um, she of course met him and instantaneously he and I bonded over Beat Street and Breakin. <laughs> and here we are 20 years later still talking about it. And so that, that's the short version. I don't know. You may want to elaborate that on, on that, Ted. I don't know, but. That is that is the short version. Uh, I think the first I think the first uh, thing we bonded over was yeah the fact that you knew where to get Beat Street um, in Chicago. We started talking about Beat Street, and you knew that there was a place uh, there near Chicago where you lived to actually get it. And we went and got it and watched it, uh, and then we watched CB4 as well, and just kind of you know riffed off that. It was like an instantaneous bromance right there, and. Um, <laughs> the rest is is a history, as it would say. And then we have then we also have the connection that uh, we were at uh, which bowling alley was it? Forest Park Lanes, I think, in Forest Park. Uh, the night that Princess Diana died, we were bowling that night. Actually, we were shooting we pool, were. I think. But bowling or bowling? It's not bowling over the death, like crying. Well, we're always bowling, but bowling. we were bowling at that time. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. Oh, and bowling like crying? Yeah. I don't think I don't think we were. No, I, wasn't that serious? Well, for, for me anyway. Well, it is for uh, us people of the Commonwealth. Our princess Diana died. I actually remembered where I was when I heard the news. I was on the way to a uh, my mate's uh, eldest daughter's uh, birthday party. I was driving out there, and the news came across. It would have been about the thirty-first of August. Thereabouts. That I don't remember. Well, I do, because it was a birthday. That sounds about right. It is right. I know because it was her birthday, and it was the day of uh, my mate's eldest daughter's birthday party on her birthday, and it was just when I heard the news. So I'm right. Trust me, I'm right. <laughs> I believe you. All right. I think we're going to trust you on this one. Mm. Good, because I'm not very good at many facts. So, but that one I can guarantee I'm right. <laughs> So was that a big deal? I mean, in Australia, seeing how you're still owned by the, the Commonwealth or whatever <laughs> owned, you call it? Yeah, it was actually because uh, everyone loved Princess Diana because she was a bit uh, not so 
like the Royals stuck up a you know what I mean? Bit more um open to not playing by the you know, the royal rules, you know. So as you can see, which is happening with the her sons now, they you know, go off protocol a bit now. But yeah. It was a bit a bit sad, but yeah. Do you mean they're more like their dad than their mom? Is that what you're saying? No, they're more like their mum than their dad. Oh, okay. I was gonna say they seem more like their mom, but Yeah, they are. They act more, you know, they don't follow protocol, especially like uh, Prince William with um, with what's going on with his children now. They um, do a couple of things that, you know, back in the old days they would have got in trouble for, but, you know, they're a bit more loose and free over there. They have to be to you know, go with the times, to stay popular. So Anyway, this is not turning into the Commonwealth podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we haven't talked about Australia in a while. That used to be like a thing. Like every week there'd be something about fun facts from Australia, and it's been a while, so I figured it was a good time to bring us back around. Yeah. I don't know if that was a fun fact from Australia, though. <laughs> True well, story. Well, I'll ask Ted this question. Do you know what the Sydney Harbour Bridge is? Oh, boy. What was that? Do you know what the Sydney Harbour Bridge is? Have I you? do not. Uh, there you go, Joel. You're not the only one. Do you know what the Sydney Opera House is? Yes. Okay. Well, the Sydney Opera House is right next to the Sydney Harbour Bridge. It's the largest single-span bridge in the world. It's where Paul Hogan used to work before becoming famous. He was a rigger on the bridge and did the rigging for the painters. That's a super and, dangerous job, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So. And here's a fun fact. If, if from the time they start painting from right to left and they get to the left side, they got to start, go back the other way and paint again because by that time it's time to repaint so well, it's a never a, was a never ending was uh, we got corrected by tommy the duck that uh, with paint technology these days they actually don't have to do it like that anymore but yes originally it used to be an endless job you start at one side once you're finished you'd go back the other side and start again that's called job security yeah well the, as i said tommy the duck informed us that uh, no longer that's the case they've uh, with improved paint technology it lasts longer so and it's a bit more of a fun fact than the death of someone. Yes. It is. Well, there's a few people died building the Harbour Bridge, so, in the construction. But, uh, Paul Hogan was not one of them. No, no, no. no, no. He, was the, he was helped to maintain it. He wasn't part of the building process. That was back in 1932. I think 1932 is when it was opened. <sighs> okay. Hey, you get to ask the question for once. Yes, Ted. Yes. Do you listen to podcasts? Do I listen to what? Podcasts. The thing you're on right now, it's called a podcast. Do you listen? Oh, do I listen to podcasts? Yes. Uh, I do not listen to a lot of podcasts. But you do listen, listen to some. I listen to some of Kevin Smith's podcasts. Um, yep. But I don't have an awful lot of time to listen to podcasts. So what started you listening to podcasts? Uh, what got you into it? Would drive um, you to want to listen I think to just the sub, like I really liked uh, Kevin Smith, um, the director, and uh, I got several of his uh, DVDs where he does the live talks, and um, I want I heard that his Smodcast was really really funny, um, so I wanted to uh, check that out and started listening to a few episodes of that. Yep, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. I do listen to Smodcast, uh, a few of his others. So, yeah. 
good way to start into podcasting. Uh, what is your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite Kevin Smith movie? Uh, probably Clerks Two. Yeah, Clerks Two. Uh, I, I love them all. I love them all. Trust me, I love them all. Even Jersey Girl, and I, I didn't mind Cop Out either. But yeah, that's Joel's favorite, Jersey Girl. Yeah, I don't know what's so bad about the movie. I know what it is. It's the Ben Affleck fucking effect. Wait, wait what? I I I never said that. I I haven't actually still seen Cop Out, but uh, well, I mean, uh, Clerks still holds a sweet spot in my heart. Clerks Two was far above and beyond what I was expecting, um, and I I I am with you there, Kill. I've I've enjoyed everything he's done so far, even the serious stuff, the more recent stuff, um, or well, the more bizarre stuff, I should say, but. Even Jersey Girl, but I wouldn't put it in the top of my list. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen Tusk. Um, it's worth or... a watch. Is it? Yeah, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you'll like it. And if you listen to Smogcast, you'll get all the in jokes that are in it. So Ralph Garman's in it. And... But I was going to say, did you hear what happened to Kevin Smith at um, uh, San Diego Comic Con? No, like this most recent one? Yes. Uh, no, I didn't. He, he had his whole H panel, and um, because of all his swearing, they put him last, because, you know, he used to be on in the middle of the day, but, you know, families and all that, and he's too much, he swears too much, so he's um, he's he's scheduled to go last. But the panel before was the Star Wars panel, and Kevin's all excited, so he could, you know, see all the, whatever they're going to do with it, you know, they showed that trailer of behind the scenes, and right at the end of the uh, Star Wars panel... Um, JJ get goes. Who wants to hear some Star Wars music? And he goes, "All you six, uh, what is it? Six and a half thousand people are invited to go over to the park for a special concert with Star Wars music by the the the, the orchestra from whatever city it's from. What is San Diego, isn't it? San Diego uh, yeah. Philharmonic Orchestra. So all six and a half thousand people leave the hall, and there's no one left for Kevin Smith to do his panel. But oh. but." They had like two and a half thousand people sitting outside waiting to get in if they could, and um, they just ushered more people in. But it was Kevin Smith's biggest fear that he'd walk out one day and find the panel, the, the hall half empty. And yeah, so JJ fucking screwed him over. And uh, there's, there's rumours that it, it was a payback for um, when Kevin Smith went to the Star Wars set over in the UK and um, was told not to say anything about it, but he was, you know, letting little secrets out about what's been, you know happening on the film set right so there's people saying it's jj's way of getting back at kevin but jj actually went up to kevin and said i'm sorry i didn't this is not on purpose it was just a coincidence and so that's good if it was a way of getting revenge that was a pretty good way yeah well, well <laughs> right kevin pretty elaborate he was pretty torn because he wanted to go and uh see the concert because you're given right. a, a special little badge and you got given a little lightsaber as well so kevin's like I'm torn here at the moment. Do I do my panel or do I go over there and get the lightsaber and my little special badge? And, but he come out and done got, his panel and uh, yeah. I've got a big lightsaber. No, he probably saw it, you know, on DVD later or something. Yeah, but yeah. So, but as he, Kevin said, he goes, he's trying to do his panel and all he could hear, he could hear the music. <laughs> he's like, damn, I wish I was over there. You just have cruel joke. Listen to well, any of Kevin Smith's podcasts. He's mentioned it on uh, Hollywood Babylon, on um, Jane Silent Bob, Get Old. So, 
you'll definitely hear the story. Like Kevin, he always tells the same story on all his podcasts. But He does, and he tells stories so well. Yeah, I, I've heard the same story over and over again, and it still doesn't bore me. Just the way he, he's a storyteller, and you know, it's great. I enjoy it. So, w- wait, who podcasts more, me or Kevin Smith? Uh, Kevin Smith, he does about one every day. <laughs> he has about Damn. ten different podcasts. He has Fat Man on Batman. Um, I can't even listen. I don't even listen to them all. My my three main ones are Smogcast, Hollywood Babylon, Jane Silent Bob Get Old, and occasionally I'll listen to the odd Fat Man on Batman, depending on who's who's on with him. So, how many podcasts do you uh, listen to, Killer? Uh, uh, a lot. All I do is listen to podcasts all day long, from morning till night. As soon as I start leave home to go to work, I'm listening to podcasts. I listen all day at work, on the way home, and even if I'm get home and I'm in the middle of a podcast, I still keep listening. So, <laughs> till I finish that episode. So, yeah, it annoys Donna sometimes. I come home and I still got my earbuds in, and she's talking to me, and I go, "Huh, what?" Oh, oh sorry. That's got... dedication. Hi, right, well. That is dedication. Well, I do. You get stuck in the story. It's like listening to 40 going on 14 sometimes. I'm like, I get home and I'm going, I've got to keep listening to this, you know. See what Joel joke's going to come up. Or... <laughs> See, I've been wanting to listen to that one and I haven't had the chance well, to yet. I recommend it big time. Even listen I think to the, I would relate a lot to that one. Even listen to the country music episode. And I'm not into country music, but it was still worth listening to. So, there's I, a recommendation we, uh... for you had fun with it you know i mean i was gonna all say, of us have you, a background yeah how did you do a country music episode joel well i mean all of us have a background in it and i still listen to some here and there so it wasn't that hard it was actually a really good show i thought overall i can't wait are you a big fan of like dwight yokum oh yeah <laughs> you know that i went and saw him with your wife <laughs> at the missouri state fair we were front row center he acknowledged us. I like Dwight Yoakam as an actor. I'm, I don't care for him as a singer. <laughs> He's kind of an acquired taste. He is. Definitely an acquired taste. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, never mind. I was going to a very weird place there for a moment. Um, so, well, K- Killa didn't get quite around to this part, but have you done any podcasts before, Ted? I mean, or just listen? No, I haven't. This is my first one. We're breaking your there cherry. You. There you go, Kayla. Yes, break, breaking the pod che- podcast cherry. Oh, well, that will inspire you to do one. As Kevin Smith yeah. says, you should. everyone should do one. Well, well I'm anymore. sorry. What was that, Ted? He- I, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry, Killa. I said, I hope this will inspire you to do one. As Kevin Smith says, everyone should do one. That's true. I mean, if I had the time, I think I would. I enjoy doing, I, I used to do a radio show in college, so uh, I enjoy that type of format of talking back and forth and, you know, even playing music and that type of thing. So if, if I had the time, I definitely would. But with four kids, it makes it a little difficult. Mm-hmm. I understand. But, yeah, this is pretty much why I do it, because I've always wanted to do, to do radio. So, And now I can. Thanks to this thing called the internet. With Scott the Pool Boy. Oh, wait. Um, yes, I was about to do that joke as well. <laughs> see, and for me, it's it's all about, you know, each each show that I do is different, so it gives me the, the way to satisfy each one of my uh, 
you know, urges as it were. But uh, yeah, there's never enough time in the day for everything you want to do. <clears throat> but I used to say everybody and their dog had a blog, and now it's kind of like everybody and their dog has a podcast. It yeah, I like. tried. I tried to blog for a little bit, but again, trying to find the time to update it all the time was difficult. Yeah, I never got into blogging. I'm not a good writer, so my voice is my writing. So I use my voice. But that's. That's what. What were you going to say? I was going to say, but it's. I reckon podcasting is good because it, it records. You know, you've got something recorded, and it, it's like a, like a little diary in a sense. You know, you'll always have these recordings sitting there, so you can go back in ten years' time and listen back to, oh, this is what I was thinking at that time. You know, and something for your children to listen to in the future. So, you know, it's, it's a little. See, that's archive. kind of what what I had. I talked about this actually on the the, the pants at one point that. I've got an audio history of my life for the past almost 10 years uh, in 600-plus episodes of podcasting that are saved on my hard drives, plural, um, that kind of, you know, granted it's not an exact history, but there's, a, there's everything is there, and it's, it's all laid out, and there's a whole lot of me floating around the Internet, which is a scary thought. But same with you, and, and now you too, Ted. So Yeah, well, now it's just a little bit of me floating around the Internet, though. Maybe it'll grow into a mighty oak. Maybe it will. <laughs> Who knows? Oh. But Joel and uh, I have been trying to do this for, what, probably two years we've talked about doing uh, doing an episode together on one of, one or the other of your shows? Pretty much. Yeah. So, well, this it's is about time. This is the show for it. Because this show has well, no real, um, you know, well, we'd like to say it's just pretty random on here, so perfect show for you to come on there's no uh, set you know story to the show we just get on and talk that's why i like the show so much exactly and then since we always have somebody on different as a third every week and then we have people that come back and then we do have shows where we focus on certain topics so it's just an open forum and it it's nice and it seems to uh, people seem to dig it yeah you're always welcome back how big is your audience roughly I don't like talking numbers, but it's not big. There's a handful of uh, dedicated listeners, and that's all I need. That's all you really need, yeah. And as I've said, I don't do this to get, you know, thousands of listeners. I do it because it's my hobby. I get the chance to talk to Joel every week and a different person each week. And sometimes it's people we get repeated guests that, you know, I've met through um, other podcasts. So you get to sit down and have a chat and... um, and get to meet new people like you, Ted. So, you know, have a chat Let's and see where you, it goes. Now you've got a connection to a guy who maybe has a story or two on me. I don't know, but mm-hmm. you've had I, that opportunity a couple to, times. I've got a few stories, and and I've got a wife who has a lot of stories on you. Well, maybe you need to get your wife on here. We'll <laughs> get some some real deep to it. Yeah, I think we're talking about doing one, weren't you? Uh, I I don't know, but she's always welcome. Yeah, I'm sure she would enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, the two of you are, are are very entertaining, so I would be down for that at some point down the road. You'll have to mention it to her. But uh, speaking of listenership, I believe we have what three? We have three voicemails, voicemails this week. We have three voicemails. 
We have two from Justin, who actually recorded it on his phone and emailed it to us. Like I've mentioned to people before, you don't have to call the line, the, the, the number, which would be 661-434-5956. You can record it on your smartphone and just email it to us at coffinjocast at gmail.com. So, just like Justin did right here. Hey guys, it's Justin from Portland here. Um, listening to episode 69, and currently you're talking about cereal. And if you had to choose one cereal for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Um, and I'm going to have to agree with everybody else, Joel. You are wrong, sir. All of the cereals that you are saying are gross, are fucking delicious in my mouth hole. I mean, you just... Lucky Charms, really? You're saying Lucky Charms are gross? Dude. I thought we loved each other and knew each other, man. God. You think you know somebody, and then something like this happens. What the actual fuck? Luckily, you guys know I still love you. All right. Bye. Hmm. All right. He's got to follow up to that, Joe. Just wait and see what he says here. Hey, guys. Justin from Portland again. We're talking about the cereal one, right? I can't hear him, so. Oh, you can't hear it. Whoop, I just said, yeah, I, could, I couldn't hear it either. Yeah, I know this stupid new Skype went. I don't know. I've still got to work that out. Basically, we we had asked a question uh, on our RS for random, which is our only segment on the show, and we had asked the question: What is uh, the one breakfast cereal you would eat for the rest of your life if if you only could pick one? And our other co-host and and Killa were mentioning cereals that I think are disgusting, like Lucky Charms, for example. And he was calling me out on that, saying that uh, I was wrong and that they are delicious, even though they are disgusting. And what is what? What was yours, Joel? Uh, cinnamon toast, or yeah, cinnamon toast crunch. Have yeah, you? my two, my two would either be cinnamon toast crunch or uh, golden grams. See, yep. so I'm not alone, killer. Mm-hmm. Um, have you listened to these voicemails, Joel? So you know what he's saying, even though you can't hear me playing him. I uh, was playing that one as you were playing it. I was playing it in my headset here. All right. And I have the other one right here to listen to as soon as that one is, uh, as soon as you cue it up. So. Right. I'm queuing it now, so listen. Hey, guys. Justin from Portland again. So you're still talking about cereal here in episode 69. And, um, you know, Joel, really, man, you go and do something like Dis-Tut Lucky Charms and then... Totally fucking redeem yourself by saying Captain Crunch is delicious. Uh, we can still be friends. So, yeah, there's that. Love you guys. Bye. He, he just said, Ted, that uh, we can remain friends because I like uh, Captain Crunch. <laughs> nice. I like Captain Crunch, too. So, and I, I'm not going to lie, I like Lucky Charms as well, so. Well, oh. I've not had either of those. They're American cereals that are not here in Australia. So, but I would like to try them because I've heard so much about them. Seeing so, you know, I'm a big uh, fan of America and uh, American culture, I hear about them all the time. But I would like to say thank you, Justin, for those voicemails. Um, and just on that fact, uh, thank you, Justin, for doing the uh, the mediocre show uh, ten year anniversary catch up show or the the year in review show. You did a great job. So, if anyone's a Mediaca Show fan or not, go check that out. Justin put a lot of work in it. There's two parts to it, and I, I think there's over four hours of um, highlights from the last year. And he he mixed in some good sound clips and uh, 
as we always say on the show, Justin's a good dude. He does a lot of work for us here and uh, did a great job for Mediocre. So. And that'll be Justin of the Bad Parenting Podcast, by the way. So, thank you, Justin. Oh, well, You're a good dude. Killa, have you ever had, uh, I think they're called, and Ted may be able to help me with this, uh, Necco wafers? They're like uh, little round wafer thin. They're covered in a light dusting of something, and and you eat them. They come in a pack that's you eat them really you? thin. Well, if I don't know if they have those over there, but if you took those and uh, uh, put them on a piece of cardboard and then ate them, that's kind of like what the marshmallows are on Lucky Charms. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a pretty good description. Yeah, and um, then yeah, you throw not in really marshmallows. No, they're dehydrated. I think I think they might be like uh, civet coffee, like dehydrated uh, marshmallows that came out of an animal that they you know then dried and put a powdered coating of some sort on and put it with some sort of lackluster cereal. Mm-hmm. Man, you make cereal taste delicious. Yeah, <laughs> sound delicious. Well, I was going to say with Captain Crunch, all I know is that it, it shreds the shit out of your mouth. So. So, yeah, I've well, heard, what a way to go! I've heard of um, you know, I've heard the marshmallow in um, Lucky Charms is like that, and and with Captain Crunch, it yeah, rips the shit out of your mouth. But it tastes so good, you just keep eating and bleeding. <laughs> that that's pretty accurate. I we were having a discussion, um, Maybellina and uh, my my friend Michael. We we go for a walk sometimes around the building during breaks, you know, to get out of your chair and stuff, and. We were talking about cereal, and uh, uh, there was a discussion about grape nuts being delicious, and I'm a fan of grape nuts, personally. you got to spoon a couple of things of sugar on there, but it tastes really good, and it cleans you out. And so I'm just going to throw that in there if I didn't mention it on the cereal show. It does do that. That's true. But do you prefer, do you like your grape nuts crispy, or like, do you soak them in um, milk until they're soaked into, you know, where you can like make a snowball with it if you wanted to between the sugar <laughs> and the milk that's involved in the grape nuts. Well, there's like a, a, a three-minute window between part A part A and part B of what you just described. And I like yes. to try and catch it somewhere in that little window of time. <laughs> that's very, very true. And, and I need to eat more grape nuts. I'm just saying. Fiber is not my friend, so you, you got to find ways to get your fiber. Exactly, and and you know, Lucky Charms would be about right with the cardboard. So, <laughs> Killer, are you there? I'm here. How much? There you are. Whoa. Yeah, I was just fucking around with Scott. You sound right now. You don't sound underwater anymore. Yes, I've just changed settings on my Skype. Oh, good work, wow, Graham. That's way- I like that so much. Better. I could have fixed all this pre-show. I kept forgetting to do it, and I think you'll be able to hear the sounds. Wow! Now. There we go. That's fucking Skype. Fuck you, Skype. <laughs> I had it working perfectly, and then you changed the fucking thing. We've got to use Skype on the desktop now, not the fucking. Anyway, that's my little. Damn bitch. you, free software. Yeah. yeah no, exactly. no, it's damn you, Microsoft, from fucking buying Skype and then going fucking it completely. No, Microsoft doesn't do stuff like that. Oh, no. Windows 10, coming to destroy your computer soon. Yeah, Windows 10. Here, have it for free now. Yeah, I didn't do that. 
because I thought, yes, I'll, I'll download this free, you know, update to Windows 10, and then my computer won't work, and I won't be able to record a podcast. So, yeah, I decided I against it, that. Have it free. We promise there's no viruses in it. <laughs> Windows 10 brought to you by malware. Pretty much That's like right. here, have have this U2 album for free. <laughs> Pass. Uh, no, thank you. Oh, but U2 is the biggest band in the world. I don't give a fuck. They sound shit these days. Oh, anyway, I agree. I'm going off on a rant. Anyway. Is, there, is their free album bad? I, I haven't heard it. I didn't even take the time to listen to it. I think. It's, well, have you ever? It's, oh, go ahead. It's still on my phone, but it's in the cloud. It's not actually on my phone. It's just part of the cloud through my iPhone. So it's not well, taking up t- space. Ted, have you ever had NECA wafers that are on either side of a piece of cardboard? I have not. It's kind of like that. I don't... NECA wafers in general just taste to me like cardboard. So, yeah, it's kind of a double negative, I guess. But yeah, the new U2 album is kind of like that, but in your ears. Ah, that's too bad. They were once so great. Yeah, God... Yeah, right there. No, I'm just realizing you have been listening to me through the internal mic on my com- my laptop when I just changed the settings. It was set it for uh, for Skype. It was the internal microphone. Ah, oh, damn it! Pissed off at myself now. That's all. It's all right. Yeah, I should have sort this shit out. But yeah, that's all right. We were Sound? only thirty minutes in. We still got time. We can hear you good now. Yeah, it's good, and you'll be able to hear when I play this next voicemail from Luke. All Luke. right. Hey, Coffin Jokecast, this is Luke. I was, let's see, it's been a few shows now, um, so this is a little bit out of date, but I had left myself a note, and so I thought I would call it anyway with a couple of, of comments. Uh, I'm continuing to enjoy the shows, um, even the Justin ones, JK. Um, so the, uh, uh, your, the, the Top Gear talk, um, again, this is maybe like three shows out of date now, because we're getting around to it, but... Um, the funniest thing since I started watching um, Top Gear was, you know, the next time that I was in Europe, um, seeing all of the cars that they talk about, like, I, I lost it, and nobody understood why. The first time I was on the street and I saw, I saw my own, from, with my own eyes in the flesh a Kia C apostrophe D, it was, it was hilarious. Um, so it's kind of funny to actually see these things that on occasion they review or stuff that, you know, we don't, we don't get over here. So it's kind of cool to, uh, it's kind of cool to see that. Um, and ma- magicians. Um, and so in college, I took a class called Pizza for Credit, um, which is another story. But one day, it involved us meeting uh, Pat and Teller and getting an extemporaneous, I can't say words, an extemporaneous lecture, um, mostly from Teller, although Pat occasionally injected color commentary and said some bad words, which is kind of great, um, about the history of magic, in particular the catching a bullet in your teeth trick, which apparently had a way more storied and um, unfortunate history than I would have uh, than I would have expected. Um, so, like I said, most of that was Teller, and as as you would probably expect, he's a a really in, I mean Penn's no dummy. Don't get me wrong, Penn is a bright guy, but Teller is a really intelligent and thoughtful and very interesting guy and incredibly well versed on on the history of magic. Um, which leads me to another uh, magician, I guess not so much magician as an illusionist or slight, uh, no, sleight of hand artist that I like is uh, Ricky Jay. Um, and he's got some, some acting and he's just, you know, so for a teller to call this guy a genius, he's really good. Um, 
everything I've seen of him, his his acting or bit interviews or stage bits is, is really interesting. So he would, um, I just thought I would I would interject. And sorry, I'm distracted because there I just uh, so I'm driving in rush hour here and I just passed a stage pulled over a dude who has his windows down and his hood open and he's sitting handcuffed on the grass while he looks through his car. And I suppose I shouldn't chuckle, but it's kind of a hilarious scene. Um, actually, looks like it's going to rain. Hopefully, it'll get rain. It'll get rain. Um, anyway, oh, and also, I was just in Wisconsin, Joe, where I bought corn fireworks and cheese and also a lot of beer. Uh, New Blair's. I'm sure you've heard of it. It'll kill up how good it is because it's good. Awesome. So much fun. Anyway, love the show. Keep it up. Kisses. Okay. What happened? I don't know. Sounds like we're in wind tunnel at the moment. It does. I thought it was his voicemail. So did I. It's gone. <laughs> the storm has passed. It's faded away. The storm is over. Uh. Yeah, well, I thought that was just... his voicemail too. I'm like, okay, you could put your windows up, will you, please? <laughs> Interesting fun fact about Ricky Jay. Uh, first of all, if you're, uh, thank you for the voicemail, Luke, but if you're a fan of Ricky Jay, there's a documentary. It used to be streaming on Netflix. Now you have to rent it or obtain it. It's called Deceptive Practice The Mysteries and Mentors of Ricky Jay. <clears throat> and um, I've heard really good things about it. I haven't actually seen it. Oh, actually, it is still streaming on Netflix. Never mind. Um, but I actually came to know him through uh, Paul Thomas Anderson because he was in Magnolia and Boogie Nights as an actor. Um, but yeah, I've, I've heard he's a pretty amazing magician, so check it out. Check that shit out. Yeah. But he talked about quite a bit in that voicemail. What else was he talking about besides magicians? Uh, fireworks, Uh, porno, and cheese. (laughs) Wisconsin, right. That was was it. And tell me how good it is. Joel's supposed to tell me how good it is. I don't know what the porno, the fireworks, or the cheese. What what's so good, Joel? Which one of them? Well, for me, the the cheese fireworks are the the be all end all. But if you're ever in the mood for octogenarian gay porn, then Wisconsin is the place to go because they have everything. And if you go to one of the shops, you can buy any or all of those items in one stop. So if you need like some fresh Briere with some um, or brie. I don't know what it is. Whatever, I'm not into cheese. But you need some brie cheese and, you know, the new copy of Hustler and a couple of bottle rockets. I mean, one-stop shop, man. And you can grab some beer and and sausage on your way out. Okay. You're so lucky living near Wisconsin. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm I'm 10 minutes from Beloit, so, you know, I can just cross the border and it's all there waiting for me. Yeah. And what was the beer that he mentioned that he said you would know what it was? Didn't yeah. he mention a beer on the on the actual voicemail? I don't drink, I don't so I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I couldn't hear it that well because his windows appeared to be down, and you know there was wind whipping air <laughs> as he was doing his voicemail. But he was parasailing as he was voicemailing in. <laughs> I thought it was a tornado. Right, shock night. Do they get those over there? Uh, yeah, we we do. Uh, not as bad as what you get over there. Uh, we more get cyclones, which you would call hurricanes. But yeah, they're cyclones. But it's up to 
up in the northern part of Australia we get cyclones, but what I found out is um, there's actually a cyclone down in the Great Australian Bight. Um, if you look at the map of Australia, I mentioned this to Brian the other week, Brian the New York wine guy and uh, Teresa. If you look at the map of Australia, you know the big chunk that's missing down the middle? You know, yeah. It's, yeah. It's called the Great Australian Bight. Supposedly there's a cyclone down there. And what it's doing is it's blowing winds down to the Antarctic and then those cold winds are blowing up to um, the east coast of Australia and it's called the Antarctic Vortex. And what's happening right now, this is why people are dying so much because it's so cold, uh, we're getting snow. There's a bunch of snow and it's freezing cold here in, um, well, Sydney. It's freezing cold. No snow here, but on the outskirts of Sydney, there's a lot of snow. Uh, up in the Blue Mountains, we get that occasionally. Out at my favourite place where the races, you know, race race cars, Bathurst, uh, that snowed in. And on uh, going down towards Barrel, the home of the greatest Australian cricketer, Barrel, um, yeah, that got snowed in. And uh, unfortunately this week we were actually had a delivery of uh, coffins going down to Barrel and a little further on. And uh, the guy that drives the, the van, uh, Paul, who may be listening, maybe not, I don't know, g'day Paul, uh, couldn't get down to deliver these load of coffins, so he had to turn round. Well, he turned round, come back, and uh, after loading all these coffins the day before, we had to unload them uh, and then reload for an, another job here in Sydney, and uh, then reload these twenty in for him to go down on Monday. So that's part of me being buggered and tired for this week. I've been loading coffins that don't get delivered, so I can just unload them, load another load, just so I can reload. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's 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 snowing big time, you know. We, I'm talking like, not like a little dusting on the ground. It's it's pretty deep snow. So they closed down the highway. A few highways being closed. So yeah, this Arctic vortex, which, as I was saying, I found out because there's a like a mini cyclone or something down in the Australian Bight, um, causing all these cold winds come up from the Antarctic, and um, that's why I'm freezing fucking cold at the moment. So. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I hate the cold, if people know. It's the exact opposite of that here in Tennessee. It's actually, like, yesterday it was a five with the uh, heat index. Yeah. So miserable in a different way. Yeah, well, don't you worry. When it comes around summertime here, I'll be screaming about it. It's, it's bloody <laughs> too hot. But did you see the um in L.A., the... Uh, the brush fire, whatever, did it come across the highway and burn out all those cars? I don't watch the news. No, well, good for yeah, you. I don't either. Oh, well, it made the news down here, yeah. A brush fire went across one of the highways and uh, lit all these uh, cars on fire. And uh, the firefighters couldn't get in to put them out because some idiots had drones out there trying to get the footage of it. So that the helicopters trying to drop the water on it couldn't get in because people were flying drones. I don't know if it was news people or, or what, but yeah. So, because LA's a bomber. Yeah, the bomber. Yeah. They should have just dropped the water right on top of the drones. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, well, you know, the, the, you suddenly a song makes a lot more sense. There's a song by this mystery band uh, who's from Australia, obviously. I, well, Killer knows that. Um, they have a song called Surrey Dive. And in the song, he talks about the great Australian bite. And I thought I was just misunderstanding him because he's got a, you know, he's got an Australian thing happening with his voice. But now I know. Yeah. And knowing's half the battle. Knowing's so. half the battle. G.I. Joe. 
Oh, J.I. Joe. The more you know. G.I. <laughs> Joe. That's even better. But yeah, now you understand It's why it's called the Great Australian Bite. It looks like someone took a bite out of the bottom of Australia. See? You, you're saying we weren't talking enough about Australia. There you go. Another lesson learnt. The song makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. See, that's what it's all about. Learning. Sharing is caring. Coming together. It, it's funny how much I know more about America than Joel knows about Australia. You probably know more about America than Joel knows about America. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think sometimes. <laughs> I think we've proven that fact time and time again. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately. Our, our culture is so influenced by America. So that's why I know so much about America. You know, the American TV shows and um, movies and, and everything. So. And I've always been a big fan of America long before I was a, a listener of podcasts and, and got so many American friends, but yeah. So, yeah. Have you been but there I, before, Killer? Nope, I haven't been there. I wish to go, but some other bitch is going instead of me. She's going to visit all my friends. Yeah, well, I've got to have a go at her. I try to go every, every week. She knows I love her. My friend from across the Dutch. Love you, Nikki, but screw you, you bitch. You're going to fucking meet all these people. Whoa. <laughs> That's aggressive. Yeah, she'll be here in four weeks. Yeah, she'll be in yeah, uh, the Chicago area in, in mid-August. And uh, we're talking about, you know, getting together, uh, several of us at the same time. So we'll have to I'm, make I'm, sure we... I'm dreading it because I know she's going to start taking photos and, and, and posting Facebook posts and tagging me in it going, look, killer. <laughs> look who I got to meet. Oh, I'm here now. Here's Joel. Here's this person. <laughs> so I know definitely she's going to be making sure I know she's over there. <laughs> well, here's a neat, fun thing for you, Ted, uh, with that you may or may not realize, depending on how, if you've not strayed too much past the Kevin Smith podcast, but podcasting, as you may already know, has got quite a community. And here's Nikki, who's over in New Zealand, who is headed to America to do a road trip pretty much across the United States not strictly for podcasting, but for food and podcasting and other things. And so she's making a point to meet up with as many podcasts, either producers or listeners or whoever that she can along the way. And, um, I mean, it's, it's quite an undertaking. She'll be here, what, for like a month? Yeah, about a month. I think she's, she's doing – I think there's a Facebook page you can actually join. Yeah. And you can see where she's going to be and uh, – if you're going to be in the area or close by, or if you can make it to that that, that certain spot where she's going to be, yeah. So. And it's all not I'd say at ninety percent. No, eighty percent of it is is uh, got a lot to do with podcasting. So, it's it's a quite a little community to be a part of. That's pretty cool. Yes. Well, that's one thing we always say about this show, and everything. You know, that's why we always promote other people's shows and. We have this nice little community of podcasters and podcast listeners and friends, and um, that's why we love doing it or listening to podcasts, is this community. I, mean, I wouldn't know half the people I know. I, I swear I have more f friends, on, well, online friends, but yeah, than I do have real friends in the sense of like people I know in my whole life, just from this podcasting thing. That's why I love podcasts so much. I'm a big advocate of podcasts, so... You know, you get to meet people who are like-minded. You said you've been podcasting for how long? Who, me or Joel? Yeah, you. No, you. Uh, yeah, about the same time as Joel I started, but I've been off and on. I 
did a podcast. I can't remember what year I started. I think it was 19, uh, 2006. <laughs> That's how old I am. I always go back to the 90s. Um, yeah, about 2006, I started a podcast with a guy who used to work on a radio station. I um, always wanted to do it. I, I knew this guy through playing poker with. I knew he had radio experience and said, do you want to do a podcast and help teach me how to, to do it? And we did one. It was called The Killer Cast. Uh, we did it. We didn't actually put it on iTunes. We just had it on uh, one of these blog sites, and I wasn't up to date of, and ba- up to date how to upload it to like iTunes or anything. But back then it was a bit more difficult. So it's not like today where you can just you know, use TalkShoe or Libsyn, and you know, it's so easy to do it now. You yeah, can, you can do it for free. Like TalkShoe's for free, and I use Libsyn. But and in the future we might be. Uh, I might be able to drop the libs in and use someone's server, our good friend Justin, and we're still working on that. But yeah, so yeah, it's 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 uh, it's easy to record these days. You know, just get this free program that I use, Audacity. I mean, you can pay for a good program. I mean, some people just record podcasts on their iPhone. I mean, the sound quality isn't the best, but still, it's all right. about right. it's about just doing it. Like Kevin Smith <laughs> says, just record it. I mean, there's there's some people out there that think like you've got to have the best audio and the, the audio files. I mean, I understand. You know, if you've done that for a job, like Eric tomorrow, he's like he's always worried about the. You know, you've got to have quality. But there's there's a certain point of quality. I mean, I don't want to hear fucking well, the shit we just heard before with my bad judgment on the Skype thing. But um, yeah, you don't have to have it radio radio quality if you know what I mean. Right. You've got to have a, a certain amount of quality to it. I mean, I'm pretty sure people well, can pick on this show for my quality of audio I use, but it's it's, it's content too, you know. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, I'm on a um, member of a couple of forums for podcasting, and sometimes I kind of cringe at some of these people that are starting shows and they, they get in depth with this, like, you know, well, what kind of mixer do I need and what kind of mic do I need? And I want to have everything absolutely perfect before I record for the first time, and I want to. You know, how do I market it? And how do I get sponsors and all this mm-hmm. stuff? And it's like, if if you're doing it for the wrong reasons or you're putting too much thought in it, then you're going to burn out quicker. Yeah. You're never going to do it. So I guess you're probably on the same Facebook uh, group I'm in that I keep seeing the podcast. What, I can't remember the name of it. And, but yeah, the, I, the amount of questions I see people asking, it's like, one, it's an easy answer. And you're constantly asking people, how do I do this? How, like... Well, the answers are out there in Google anyway, but and they're worried about yeah. I need the best. I need the best equipment. I need the best of this. No, like you know what I'm saying. I've got a ninety dollar mixer. Uh, the microphone I use, well, thanks to Kevin who bought it for me. I have other microphones, and that's it. I have a cheap laptop. Bang, done, recording it. Yeah, you've got to work. You know, do some work yourself to work out. Well, how do I plug it? You know which way do I plug things in and work out, you know, certain things like how to uh, actually set your Skype properly so you're... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you quit beating yourself up. I, that's what I do, mate. I swear, if I fuck up at work, I'll beat myself up for doing a fuck up because I know I, know, I should know better. That's just the way I am. I hate fucking well, up. And keep in mind that when we were doing the awful show and, and I, my mic, the, my headset mic that I was using broke down, I used a Barbie mic for how long? Yeah. I mean, literally a Barbie microphone. Yeah. That's cool. Why not? 
And it sounded better than the headset mic I was using, supposedly. Yeah. But now you've upgraded to it. It was pink. <laughs> yeah, well, Barbie is pink. Not, uh, not the artist pink. I mean, Barbie's color is pink. <laughs> she has all the pink parts. Um, oh. well, yeah, and I mean... I mean, and Ted and I were talking before the show, and, and we were uh, using the, the webcam to chat. And, you know, it may look like I've got a nicer setup than I do, but, you know, I, it took me, what, almost about eight years before I finally invested a little bit of money into it and did, just didn't do a, a laptop with a headset mic plugged in. But even then, I didn't go top dollar. I mean, there's no point. You can get decent quality with minimal in uh, of cash into it. and There you go. The cables I used to, to plug into the mixer to the other computer are like two dollar fifty cables from a cheap shop. You know, you don't so have Ted, to. So Ted, have we wet your whistle yet? Are you ready? Are you going to start now? I'm ready. It's easy. Now I just have to find time. Yeah, but my biggest investment is the the mixer, and um, and the reason I invest another ninety dollars in this mixer is because my last mixer broke. So. And I bought the exact same mixer, or the updated version, but it cost me $90. So that's pretty much my biggest investment. I mean, I actually, I've still got microphones sitting in, you know, in storage somewhere. My old, uh, let's see one, Behringer's, whatever they are. But yeah, yeah. So you don't need to spend expensive money on um, microphones. This, I'm pretty sure this microphone sounds fine. It was, it was a cheap microphone that Kevin actually bought for me, found it. I couldn't find it here in Australia, so he shipped it out to me. So, so there you go. I'm saying nice things about Kevin for a change instead of giving him shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about that time, but before we get into that, because at that point we kind of head towards a different direction, is there any other things you had that you wanted to talk about, Ted? Uh, not that I can think of, no. Then I guess it's that time, killer. It is that time, Joe. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for random. Angry didgeridoo. So angry. I don't understand why it's so angry. But anyway, uh, yeah, so the lovely Maybellina has supplied us with questions yet again. And um, I need to hit her up at some point about getting some more because I'm not running out, but it's nice to have selection. So, uh, first question Do you like camping? Oh, yeah. I love it. Not that I've gone and done it for a long, long while, but yes, I love it. I really like to camp, but I've found that my wife's idea of camping and my idea of camping are two very, very different things. Um, I came from the military, so for me, camping is a tent and a sleeping bag and maybe a sleeping pad or something like that. But to her, it's an air mattress and a fan and all this other kind of stuff. So uh, while we both like to camp, we have some different ideas about what camping means now, refresh my memory, Ted, real quick. How long were you, or are you still active military? No, I'm not still active. I was in for about 10 years altogether. And what branch again? Army. 
That's what I thought. I just wanted to, didn't want to speak out of turn, but excuse me. So yeah, I can imagine your your version and Nisha's version are probably probably pretty different. Plus knowing her, but yes, that's uh, so why I hate this term now. Vamping, whatever they call it, it's like going camping, but it's got to have all the luxuries. Now fuck that. If you're going camping, you're going hardcore. You know, you don't have to go full like hardcore where you're making a fire with sticks. You know? Yeah. Well, you're doing it out in the middle of Australia where everything tries to kill you, so... Yeah, well... And then this crazy guy that shows up and goes, what are you doing? <laughs> you come to my you country. To my country, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's only if you're a, a tourist, you know. Right. <laughs> have you seen the movie, Ted? I'm hoping you have. Wolf Creek. Two. Wolf Creek? Wolf Creek. No, I have, I have not. I'm sorry. Well... Wolf Creek, watch the first one. It's a bit different, but watch number two. You'll get a lot of the references. You come to my country. What the bloody hell are you doing out here? Anyway. Yeah, basically a serial killer who who preys on, um, in Australia, that preys on uh, hapless backpackers and whatnot. Hmm. Based on a true story. Uh, well, it's, it revolves around a true story. I've really? That. Yeah. Uh, the biggest serial killer in Australia. Ivan Milat, who's now in uh, maximum security down at Goldman Jail. Just Google Ivan Milat to hear the story. Yeah, The backpacker killer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Just Google it. I don't need to go into the details so, of it. <clears throat> camping, we have a love-hate relationship. Um, when I was a kid... My my parents love to. I mean, we drove back and forth across the country and Canada several times, and you know, my dad had a VW camper, so we used to you know use that as the camp out. But camping with my brother and my mom and dad was not exactly uh, a picnic. So, um, I, I I never really was very fond of it. But when I got into high school and there was a camping trip where a bunch of us went out and camped and had tents and. That whole nine yards, and I finally got it. I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. This is what camping's about. And I've been since then, and I think there's a, there's a kind of a middle ground there where, you know, you can get the, the sleeping bags and the whatnot and maybe have an air mattress, maybe. But, you know, bringing, like, the TV and, uh, you know, all the high-tech gear and all that, I mean, that's, that kind of takes away the point of it. You know, I want to have the tent and the... The fire and the, you know, hoping that stuff cooks all the way over the campfire and being able to hike and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm a fan, but yeah. I wouldn't do it all the time. And catching your own food and cooking it on the fire. Yeah. Whoa. Taking down a dingo or a, a, a yeah, koala. Yeah, definitely get them before they get you. Or a kangaroo. Yeah. Maybe a goanna. Goanna. Yeah. Oh, a sorry. what? Goanna. It's a big lizard. Lives in Australia. It's a big fucking lizard. Ted, Ted, are you with me on this? Or are you getting a big what on a goanna? Goanna. Go Anna. Go Anna. It is spelt the way I, you I've think it's spelled. G O A N N A. Goanna. Not not an iguana. No, a goanna. Or a snake. I mean oh sorry, I'm just going back to my Aboriginal heritage. That's what I'm thinking of. That's why I use the boomerang. That's what you do. Iguanas are good. I've, eat, I've eaten an iguana before. That's pretty tasty. Yeah. Goannas are pretty tasty. 
from what I've heard. Wait, you're you're killing snakes with a boomerang? <laughs> That's what the boomerang was designed to do. How do you kill something on the ground with a weapon that I don't? If you know how to throw it, it, you can. Th if you throw it right, or oh, you use a spear. Come on. So it's just my, as I said, my Aboriginal heritage is just coming through. But yes, how do you think the Aboriginals survived? That's why the boomerang was made by the Aboriginals. It was a hunting tool. Yeah, but not to kill snakes. No, well, maybe not snakes. Kangaroos. <laughs> yeah. Basically, basically kangaroos, and maybe no. So you, I think Joel was hung, you, I think you, Joel was hung up on the snake portion. You you eat the dingo baby before the dingo eats your baby. Is that like the equivalent of veal? <laughs> maybe. Ah, <laughs> uh, I I suddenly am am hungry for some beef jerky. I don't know why, but right. Wow. I. Just, uh, I think me and boomerangs are kind of like me and bicycles. We just, we don't get along. Um, so I'm going to move on to the next question. So, uh, next question and final question. Did you ever run away from home as a child? No. That's where the food was. Why would I run away from where I get food and shelter? Yes. Even uh, I did. I did run away from home as a child. Um, my my dad used to tell us uh, all the time, uh, you know, why don't you just run away from home? He did. I don't think he meant it, but my sister and I thought that he meant it, and we'd kind of gotten fed up with things at one time. I think I was five, and she was seven, uh, and we decided we were going to run away, but we had this big dilemma because we weren't allowed to cross, you know, uh, we weren't allowed to cross the big highway. That was against the rules, and so, you know, in your kid mind... You think to yourself, oh, I'm not allowed to cross the highway. Where am I going to go? And the other bad thing that we did was we told kids in the neighborhood as we were leaving, they're like, where are you going? And we're like, oh, we're running away. And then there was this older kid, and he's like, well, where do you live? And we're like, we're not going to tell you because you'll go tell our parents. He said, no, I won't tell your parents. So then we told him where we lived. He went and got my mom. My mom came down. She had a hairbrush with her. Uh, she whipped us with a hairbrush all the way back to the house. It was a bad scene. So that was the one and only time that I ever <laughs> ran away from home. I've, I've heard a story similar like that. The, the kid tried to run away from home, but he wasn't allowed to leave the block or cross any roads. <laughs> he just walked around the block. And that's basically what we did. We walked around our neighborhood and, you know, I kept, I was five, so I kept having to go back to get stuff. So we really never made it very far, only about two or three blocks from our house. And yeah, that's when mom found us and she was not very... Uh, not very happy that we had tried to run away from home. And the other thing you said, you got hit with a hairbrush. That Yeah, a hairbrush. Oh, that adds to the list. We've been talking about what we got beaten with kids on past episodes. You know, I used to get the belt or the feather duster. But yeah, we add that to the list of uh, things we got hit with as children. Hairbrush. Yeah. Oh, I can, I can add two. So uh, my mom used a hairbrush that one time, and it was one of the bristly ones. You know, back in the 70s, it was old school. It didn't have, like, plastic bristles. It had actual, like... Metal. Wire bristles, so it hurt pretty good. Uh, and then another time, she used a Hot Wheels track. Actually, I think I've copped that one too. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Did you get the feather duster when you were good? Like, oh, you've been a good boy. Whack, whack with the feather duster. Yeah, that's what I wondered. No, the handle of the feather duster. She'd held. The, oh, okay, all right. The handle of the feather duster. She'd hold the 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 furry end and use the handle of it and. Whoosh. 
uh, <laughs> it turned into a whip. <laughs> Could have been a whip. But yeah. Uh, I never got hit as a child. I, I feel neglected now somehow. Like my parents didn't. I'm going to have to talk to my dad the next time I see him and have him hit me with something. That may not be good. Well, he's in his 80s, so I don't know that it's going to be that bad. But, uh, uh, wow, and you must have had a bad scene if you're taken off at five. Yeah, well, I think it was just, I don't even know what it was over. You're Who prob- knows? You're probably just following point. your sister. Your sister said, let's do it. We probably ran out of cookies and they wouldn't go get any more or something. Who knows? But, you know, we were just kind of fed up at that point. Yeah, life's so hard. Oh, I'm not getting my way at five years old. That's it, exactly. Well, that's pretty much how the kids are these days, aren't they? Well. Yeah, it's a little worse now. I've had my kids threaten to run away and I'm like, uh, good luck. I'll see you in a couple hours because you're not going to get very far. You have no survival skills. <laughs> I've done this on purpose. No. Um, <laughs> okay, Joe. I don't, I mean, I, I think there was one attempt at one point, but again, I mean, I, you know, I felt comfortable in the neighborhood and I, um, could get a decent distance cause I used to walk to and from school. So, you know, school was probably, I don't know, it was a good five miles away. So, you know, it, it wasn't a big deal, but you're right. I mean, the, the the source of all the stuff you needed was at home. So even if you try to pack up whatever, it's not going to last you long. So I never got very far the, the one or two times that I maybe tried it. But my mom was like so laid back and easygoing and stuff that and my dad was never around. So there was never any retaliation of any kind. I probably would have got the soft end of the feather duster, to be honest with you. <laughs> In my household. But Wow. I'm learning all kinds of stuff. I suddenly feel like I. All right. I. I, That's why I do it. That's one of the reasons, anyway, for sure. Wow. Way. Well, the way we go in this show sometimes. (laughs) Thank you, Maybellina, for for once again providing interesting conversation. Yeah, those were good questions. Well done, Maybellina. Uh, she's always good with the questions. She always leads us into a an interesting place. Let's just say that. So, you think the question's going to lead you in a certain direction? Nope. We'll take it in this direction. <laughs> Wait, you never know who's going to be on and what their background's going to be. So, um, speaking of which, I just wanted to ask one more thing, and this is totally separate from anything else we were talk- talking about. But, um, Ted, what year were you born? 1971. Oh, you're older than me. I'm a 73 boy. See, that's close enough. And Joel's a 74. And Joel's a 74. I know that. Yeah. Joel just reached his 40s. Joel is one year and one week older than me. See, I thought you and Ted were, uh, were a little closer, but I, yeah, I wasn't sure. So we're all in that same wheelhouse. Close enough. It's all in the same house. We're in our 40, 40 going on 14. <laughs> nice nice way to segue. Nice plug. Thanks. So, yes. Well, you want to segue to the end, or we got more to talk about, or are we going to go to the plugs? I think that's it. Mm. I mean, that's all I got. That's all you got. Well, I haven't done this okay. today. Hang on. 
Wow, 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 wow. There we go. <laughs> now you've done it. Well, I now do you've it. done it. I do it at the end of the show anyway, but yeah, it has to be in the middle of the show as well. Watch out for those drop bears. Oi. 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 All right, Joel. You do many other shows, Joel. What would they be? All right. So, as I wring my hands a little bit here to get ready, uh, I do 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 several other shows. Uh, first of all, uh, the Sunshine, the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. That's KPANTS, which is my uh, six-song musical mixtape, as it were, with uh, music and musings in between. Uh, this week's show that's going to be dropping on Sunday is all about anime. Um, got uh, six songs from two of my favorite recent animes. So I'm going to take it in a J-pop direction, which is, is kind of new for this show. I haven't done much. I think I've only played one song before from a, uh, an anime, but that's going to be this week. I also do a show called 40 Going on 14 uh, with Mike, Pat, and Josh. Uh, this uh, week's episode was all about Will Smith. So if you are a casual or a hardcore Will Smith fan, this is the Millennium. And uh, that episode will be dropping on Sunday. And also, if you're going to be in Indianapolis, Indiana... Between Jan- July 29th and August 2nd, the four of us will be there doing instant game show sponsored by Calliope Games. Uh, you can find us wandering the con hall if you want to win cash prizes. Not cash, but prizes that are worth cash. Not really. But there's really prizes. That's, that's true. Um, so come find us there. And you can also check out the show, uh, 40 Go 14, uh, Musings of a Geek Podcast Network, Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio as well as uh, a ton of other places that you can also find my show. I do this show. I also eventually will be getting back to Obviously Oblivious. Mike has assured me, but don't know when or where. So if you'd like to check out the old episodes, go to obviouslyoblivious.com or check out all the old uh, podcasting directories that you can find other shows and you will find the shows from the past. And last but not least, I do write for the CreeperCast. I have my Saturday flashback reviews. And then I write various articles currently in the middle of a uh, the last run of the top 10 Ameri- uh, American zombie films you've never seen. And next week starts the top 13 foreign zombie films you've never seen. And I also have an independent film review dropping tomorrow of the film Creep. So check that out when it hits the internets. Okay. And you want to plug that, Ted? Nope. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> Straight into the All point. Right. Um, speaking of obviously oblivious, one of the co-hosts, uh, South Philly Paul, I actually got to see him on the Dave Attell um, comedy special that's on Netflix. He was uh, one of the people that Dave Attell handed the camera to to record the video. So you can check that on Netflix and you'll get to see South Philly Paul wearing his mediocre shirt. So I checked it out this week legally through Netflix not obtained so I did the right thing um, what I'd like to plug was definitely go check out the Mediocre Show uh, Best Of that Justin from the Bad Parenting Podcast did uh, well worth a listen uh, Justin did a great job he always does a great job for everyone so check he out does. that and check out the Bad Parenting Podcast with Justin and Jody alright uh, and oh. check out um the guys over at the Cards Against Humanity show. I always forget. No hope for humanity. There you go. Check out those guys. It's, the last couple of shows have been really fun to listen to. So check those guys out. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know. I could, I could li- I'm literally get my phone out and list out all the podcasts. <laughs> we don't all, have all night. Philosophy, uh, Tofop, uh Yeah, there you go. All right. So that's it. For uh, the- you got something? Don't forget one more thing. What? Next week. Next week. Um, actually, we have a. Uh, where was it? Um, I've got to get. I just realized I closed out my guest schedule. Co co-host. Excuse me. Schedule. And um, I've got Nenem Loss coming back next week. And the week after that, tentatively, we've got John coming back on from the Undercover Unitards. So. Mm, interesting. We'll see if he's awake for there it. There you go. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> All right. You'll get that if you know both those people. <laughs> All righty. All right. Thanks for joining us, Ted. You're welcome. Yeah. It was a good time. And you're more I'd than like welcome. To do it again. You're more than welcome to come back anytime. Excellent. Been a fun show. All right. So I'm going to play uh, an old band. I think they're from the 90s. They're called the Spin Doctors. Don't know if you've heard what? of them. What? The Spin Doctors. Are they Australian? They're Australian. Are they really? Are they? Know that. Yes, they're Australian. They had a song called really? Two. Yes. They had a song called Two Princes. But I'm going to play you Little Miss Can't Be Wrong tonight. So, yes, they are Australian. Uh, does it surprise you, does it? It does, actually. <laughs> it's from, like, what, 93? I can't remember what year this was. That sounds about right. Uh, it's a bit more poppier than what I play, but yes, I, I like these songs. Anyway, all right, thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll catch you next week. And last thing we can say is good night. Bye. Bye.
I'm a dirty, dirty boy. Wow, 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 wow. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.